You're listening to Productive Flourishing. Thanks for joining us today. It almost feels like like needing to diagnose yourself and heal yourself and make yourself well before you go to the doctor. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, what I do as a coach or what you do as a coach or consultant um, is, you know, equivalent to what a doctor does to heal someone. But it seems it, it kind of seems like a good metaphor um, for this. And I really wanted to bring it up because I feel like too often I've crossed crossed paths with someone who hasn't given themselves the permission to invest in themselves to get that support that they need. Welcome to Productive Flourishing, where we explore how to do the work that matters so you become your best self in the world. I'm your host, Charlie Gilkey, and I'm joined by Angela Wheeler and other guests who will share their stories, insights, wins, and challenges in the hopes that our journeys and stories will help you with yours. Now, on to the show. Hello, it's great to be back on the podcast. Angela is joining me today. Hi, Angela. Hey, good to be here. All right, so cue us up. All right. So what we're going to be talking about today um, was started with an interesting conversation between Charlie and myself here recently, actually, because we are, um, in case you don't know it, we're both uh, coaches, and we oftentimes will get the question uh, that people don't know when it's time to work with a coach or a consultant, and (laughs) We discussed, you know, how are we going to have this conversation without it sounding like a super sales pitch of some sort? Um, So um, hopefully we will be able to have a conversation today that is um, helpful and informative for people um, and really kind of gets to the heart of some of the, the ways that we don't allow ourselves to get the help and support that we might be needing. Yeah, this is a tricky conversation because on the one hand, though, I have no problem in the right environment selling what I do and talking to people about coaching. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's it's one of those things we want to be sensitive to. Um, but what we find is, as Angela mentioned, um, you know, people, I think, um, will put the support they need further down the pipe. And so we've been mm-hmm. doing this about 10 years and the same sort of questions come up or the same sort of um, what would be talked about in sales language is obstacles come up. And mm-hmm. one of them is like, as soon as I get X, Y, and Z figured out, then I'll come talk to you. Yeah. Right. Now, this one's a really particularly interesting one. Um, this is a quick side note. I do more um, business coaching and um, consultation. And so a lot of times people are bringing me um, different problems like, hey, I'm, I want to hire folks, but I'm not sure how to do it. Or I'm having these problems with my business or I'm wanting to grow and scale. And so I get a lot of those really business specific questions that pop up. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Angela does more of leadership coaching and career coaching, right? So she gets mm-hmm. different types of, of questions and both are useful. But what I'll say on the business side of things is unlike what can happen sometimes in say life coaching or sometimes in leadership and career coaching, a lot of times in the business context, there are things that you just don't know internally. Like you just don't know how to do these things, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas again, on the life side of things, like you might actually have a strong answer within yourself of what you want or what needs to happen, but you just haven't gotten there yet. Mm -hmm. 
The reason I put that context up is because a lot of times what people will do is say, okay, when I get X, Y, and Z things that I don't know how to do right now, figure it out, <laughs> then I'll come back and you know talk to you without realizing that figuring out those X, Y, and Z things are things that I've probably either done mm-hmm. or that I can help them with a lot faster, right? Because yeah. I know the questions to ask and the, and the things to look for. And, you know, the thing that I'll say, especially from coming from a business coach perspective or from a um, much more consultative perspective, is the true value of a coach slash advisor is knowing to ask questions that you wouldn't think to ask. Yeah. Right. So the challenge with the, well, I just, you know, I'm going to wait for X, Y, and Z things to figure those out is you might actually figure them out, not using the right assumptions or not knowing some different things and actually spend that time um, coming up with the quote unquote wrong answer or a less Mm -hmm. optimal answer Mm -hmm. than if you had worked with someone who had gone through that process before Mm -hmm. from the very start. Yeah. So I'll see that one come up a lot. And I know... As you've been talking to folks about clarity coaching and the work that you do, you, you see a version of that. So go ahead and talk to that version. Yeah, I mean, it shows up in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, one of one of the things I've noticed, um, you know, people will come to me and they'll say, you know, just an example is, I'm really interested and excited to work with you. And... I think that I have too much going on in my life right now um, to be able to work with you effectively at this point. Um, and so, I mean, it looks different for everyone. There, I will definitely say there are there are plenty of cases where, yeah, it is not right to work with a coach or a consultant um, or whatever else, an advisor. There are definitely plenty of times where that might be the case. Um, oftentimes what I've found, um, if people are able and willing to kind of unravel that story, like, what does that look like? What is it that you think is too much happening in your life right now? Um, it's, it often just goes back to what you already mentioned. Like these, these things are the exact things that I'm able to help someone with or that a coach or a consultant in general be it the right fit, those are the things they're able to help you with. And so the reason why I actually wanted to have this conversation today with you, Charlie, is um, I'm curious in some ways, it's kind of a curiosity as well as it is um, just kind of wanting to, I guess, point out to people that... um, it almost feels like like needing to diagnose yourself and heal yourself and make yourself well before you go to the doctor. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, what I do as a coach or what you do as a coach or consultant um, is, you know, equivalent to what a doctor does to heal someone. But it seems, it, it kind of seems like a good metaphor um, for this. And I really wanted to bring it up because... I feel like too often I've crossed, crossed paths with someone who hasn't given themselves the permission to invest in themselves to get that support that they need. Yeah. Well, there's several several different things to unwind there. So um, 
Angela and I are not saying that, you know, if you don't have a budget or you can't create a budget to work with someone that you should figure that out. Not at all. Right. Um, Now, maybe a topic for another day is how to figure out what a budget is when you have none. Right. Because Mm -hmm. that's that's where a lot of us end up. We need the support, but we don't necessarily just have the cash lying around to pay for said support. Um, Conversation for another day. Um, But you're right in that it is a bit like, you know, diagnosing yourself before you go see the doctor. Um, Mm -hmm. Or um, another way to say it, if you don't like that metaphor, it's kind of like the people who have house cleaners, but spend the day before the house cleaners coming over, cleaning up their house so the house cleaners don't see how dirty the houses are. Right? It's like you're kind of defeating the purpose in some ways of having that particular thing. You haven't made your life any easier. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, is that the more... Or the busier you are, mm-hmm. and the more um, that it seems that life is coming at you faster than you can process it, that's actually the time where you have to make better decisions, right? Yeah. Because those are the times in which your decision fatigue and you know your willpower reserves get tapped, and you're more likely to continue to either make easy choices that don't actually solve the problem, mm-hmm. you're more likely to... Um, participate in patterns that keep things going like you know there's a there's a personality pattern that's happening in your business or your work or your life that because you're tired and overwhelmed and can't deal with like you keep participating in that same pattern Mm -hmm. so you're going to end up with the same thing you know further down the road yeah um you know those two things are largely what ends up happening is again the same thing keeps happening and you know, I love Phil McGraw, and I love the how's that working for you question, <laughs> right? Um, it's annoying as hell sometimes when you're on the receiving end of it. it but is. you got to think that, like, if what you're currently doing isn't working and you are curious about, you know, some different ways of thinking and being and doing that help you do something different, retreating back to what you're currently doing is only going to perpetuate the same things, the same patterns that you have going on, right? Yeah. And so that's what gets me about the like, oh, I've got a lot going on right now. Like when life settles down, then we can talk. And it's like, well, actually, maybe we should talk while life is doing what life does, mm-hmm. right? Maybe we should talk during this hard part because, by the way, has there been a period in time where life has like really settled down and you had this clean slate, yeah. right? Um, has there ever been a case where there hasn't been some type of laundry that needs to be done? Before, you know, you can engage in something because, you know, the fundamental thing about it is and and we embrace this, right? Life is messy, Mm -hmm. right? Now, sometimes it's messier than other times, Mm -hmm. right? And what I'll say here is is you mentioned some things like sometimes it's best not to work with a coaching consultant, right? Mm -hmm. For me, it's less about time. To be honest, mm-hmm. it's more about energy and attention. Yeah. And this go this is consistent with everything else that I talk about when it comes to time, energy, and attention. So if you've heard me talk about that, you know what's going on. But if you're in a scenario to where just getting through the day requires everything that you got, mm-hmm. right? Because of, you know, a rough financial scenario or because of really... Um, you know, um, hard to deal with personal stuff or, you know, sick kids or parents and things like that. Maybe, you know, in those circumstances, working with, you know, a coach or consultant is not the best thing to do, right? Because you just don't have the energy and attention to take anything and you're showing up, Mm. right, to talk about what's going on. And that's okay, right? If that's what you want to have happen, there are plenty of coaches and consultants who, um, 
you know, understand that that's part of the gig, right? Mm-hmm. And embrace that that's part of the gig. But if you know at a certain at a certain point that like just getting through the day is the best that you can do, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's not the time. And I say maybe because what I have found is people have said even that, mm-hmm. um, but we're able to carve out, you know, a schedule. We're able to carve out some things that make their life easier and better. So even in those circumstances, right? Yeah. Um, it can be really, really um, valuable to work with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, sometimes it's not. And I hate to say sometimes, but life is really, really complex in a lot of ways. It is. And in this scenario, there's not, I don't think, one coach that works for everybody. There's not one methodology that works for everyone. There's not one answer that works for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you really have to sort of suss that out. Yeah. Um, but in general, like, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's a lot going on. And yeah. there will probably continue to be a lot going on. And I learned this from an article I read from Mihaly um, Csikszentmihalyi, right? Who um, said, you know, go back two weeks ago and look at how your schedule looks. Like, if you don't make any really important, significant changes with the ways that you decide what goes on your schedule, two weeks hence, two months hence, your schedule's going to look the same way. Mm-hmm. Right? So, again, I'm thinking of a client right now, right, who actually um, is going through one of the circumstances to where we have um, slowed down the pace of our meetings because um, her husband lost a job. They're looking for a place to live. Like all of their energy is really going into this sort of exogenous thing that's happened to them. This is external to them, Mm -hmm. temporary, very unlikely to reoccur sort of scenario, Mm -hmm. right? And so she's focusing on that. And, you know, we've said, like, that's the focus. Like, you know, get the situation taken care of, you know, get a roof over your head in the way that that resonates with you, sort of get your arms wrapped around this, and then we're here. And Mm -hmm. if I don't hear from you in three or four weeks, I'm going to follow up to see how things are going because it's no longer really a quick sort of thing. It might become a more chronic thing. And Mm -hmm. if she goes into sort of a reactive, always sort of like just – just doing what she's doing, it may not be the most supportive thing for her. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah, life is always going to be busy. There's always going to be a lot going on, especially if you're a creative giant, because you're going to come up with more ideas than you can actually deal with. (laughs) And you're going to have a lot of opportunities you didn't plan plan for show up on your lap. Right? Mm -hmm. And so you got more, um, I'll I'll use a fishing metaphor here, Um, you got more lines out than you can reel in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's always going to seem that way. And you got to think, um, is the person that I'm talking to, if you're thinking about, if you're talking about a specific coach or thinking about that, is it more likely that you too will be able to co-create something that helps you get out of that cycle mm-hmm. or that you'll figure it out faster on your own? Yeah. Most times, except for those occasions that I talked about, you'll be able to figure that out faster with a coach or a consultant. Mm-hmm. And so then it becomes a matter of time of a matter of um, not there's so much going on. It's whether I will, whether all things considered, it's better for me to wait mm-hmm. than to get the help that I need now. Yeah. 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 I mean, and really the, you know, I guess the other thing that I, you know, that I like to think about, you know, besides that, how's it working for you? Um, question that you mentioned earlier 
is what would it be worth to you to have this issue solved or this problem taken care of or this project out the door um, or this teammate hired? Um, you know, those are the kinds of things that um, that can get really muddied and lost um, in the swirl that becomes our lives sometimes. Um, and so I think that's another really important piece that I like to pull out um, whenever people are asking that question about, um, you know, is it is it time for me to be working with a coach? And if you're asking that question, then... <laughs> Yeah, it's quite possible that it is that time. Um, but, you know, the the how do you answer what is it worth to have X taken care of, um, I think is incredibly important here. Yeah, and that can be an incredibly hard question, right? Mm-hmm. And it depends on the particular problem at hand. Like, we're typically bad at valuing days. Yeah. Like, how much is a day worth? Mm-hmm. But when you start thinking about like what you would spend to, say, go to Disney World with your kids for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. or when you start thinking about some of these types of things, that gives us a better, a better gauge for what we're already spending mm-hmm. to get our life back or to get a life, Yeah. right? So it's a useful baseline. And, you know, when you're talking about deep life patterns, or you're talking about um, prevailing sort of business patterns, mm-hmm. those things can either keep going indefinitely or you working through them yourselves might take the course of months mm-hmm. or years, right? Mm-hmm. So how much is three months worth to you? Um, and I know that seems to be really abstract, but again, yeah. combine the how's that working for you with the sort of what's your plan to do something different mm-hmm. and you end up with like, you know, if it's not working for you, and you don't have a plan to do something different, it's going to have a cost downstream yeah. for what it takes there, right? Yeah. And so I guess the last thing to think about, or there's a lot to think about. Another thing I would want to put on there is um, when people are like, well, I already know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. That's fantastic. How long have you known that? Yeah. Um, and that's that's a question I'll often ask people. Not, I mean, I know this in this conversation, it sounds very accusatory, mm-hmm. right? But the, I'll get, you know, people who talk to me, and they're like, oh, yeah, I know I've needed to, you know, build a list for, you know, I know I need to do that. And it's like, well, how long have you been knowing that? Mm-hmm. Two years? Okay, well, you've known it for two years. What's kept you from doing it previously? Mm-hmm. Um, because that's one of the things that's, I think, a major difference between coaches and consultants is when it comes down to behavior change. Yeah. Right? Because there's this knowing-doing gap. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think um, I think sometimes we're over-optimistic about um, the weight that knowing has for our behavior changing. Meaning we mm-hmm. think if we know what to do, that we'll do it. Yeah. Um, and yet... When we think about our saving patterns, we don't. When we think about our fitness patterns, we don't. When we think about our diet, we don't. Mm-hmm. When we think about our sleep, we don't. Like, we know these things, but we don't do them. Yeah. And so, it, that would be another thing to watch out for if you're thinking about, like, oh, maybe this would be useful. Mm-hmm. Well, if you say, well, I already know what I'm going to do. Question is, are you doing it? And, you know, to be 100% honest, I have to check myself about this all the time because mm-hmm. Angela knows this, right? Because she's like, hey, you know, like, what's going on with this? Or we'll talk about whether I'll need to talk something to talk about something to my mastermind buddies or to my mentors. 
And I'll be like, well, I already know what they're going to tell me. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I already know what a business coach would tell me, right? Um, because I'm all knowing that way, right? We can always <laughs> see our own problems the same way that other people see our own problems, right? Um, but I'll do that sort of line, like, I already know, right? And so even, like, she doesn't have to question whether, I, in fact, I actually know know, um, know what they'll tell me. I mean, just an obvious question. I know when it rolls off my mouth because I just see her looking back at me. I'm like, but am I doing it, mm-hmm. right? And if I'm not doing it, why am I not doing it? And whatever I need to do to get there. And there's some, you know, given that I've been doing this long enough, mm-hmm. There's some ability that I do have to, like, coach myself into what I need to be able to do. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's kind of like this ideal scenario of things. Like, I got to have the space, right? I got to make sure that I'm thinking about it in the way that someone else would think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to be able to spot my own bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. All these types of things come up, right, where um, when you get down to it, a lot of times it's not that case. And so that's why I have a good success back of people and other coaches and consultants and things like that, that I know like, oh, I think this is what they're going to tell me to do, but I'll ask the question anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. If I'm right, then I'm right sooner. And if I'm wrong, then I'm, you know, I learned that a whole hell of a lot sooner and I'm not sitting there, you know, two to four or 18 months of my life mm-hmm. wondering what happened. Right. Yeah. So just because you you think you know mm-hmm. what needs to be done. A doesn't mean that it's right, and B doesn't mean that you're going to do anything useful with that. And having someone that's actually um, able to hold that space for you, mm-hmm. continue the focus on that particular thing until it's solved, mm-hmm. or until you decide it's not a problem, right? Is really important. And I hate, well. You know, a lot of people will hire coaches to be accountability partners. Mm -hmm. I think we've talked about this before. And -hmm. accountability is a tricky sort of thing, right? It's a very, very tricky thing. Um, I think it's useful to commit to people that you're going to do something Mm -hmm. and to have a known mark in time to where you show up and you say either you did or you didn't in a space in which people aren't just going to shrug their shoulders and be like, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think a good coach is going to say, oh, really? So let's talk about that, right? Mm-hmm. What happened here? Like so on and so forth and not just let it go. Yeah. Um, that's really useful um, at the same time that it's a very tricky concept, concept because you don't want to end up in a position to where you resent or you're frustrated about meeting with your coach or consultant mm-hmm. because you know they're going to ask you something. That you didn't, that you really didn't have, you really didn't agree to, or something like that. Now, a good coach is going to get buy in, mm-hmm. right? It's not buy in's the wrong thing. It's your goal, yeah. right? It's your thing that you want to do. Yeah. And so the coach doesn't have to enroll you in your thing. Mm-hmm. It's need to remind you in your thing. But be careful if you're ever working with a coach or consultant. Well, I'll I'll leave consultants out of the gate, right? Coaches, right? If you're ever working with a coach and you find yourself working on something that really is not, you know, is not right for you or you feel is not right for you or you're really not bought into why that's important, mm-hmm. it's time to have a conversation, yeah. right? To see if you are really being seen and heard mm-hmm. or if wires get crossed mm-hmm. because the things have to be your own things. 
Yeah. Right. Your own goals, your own projects, your own ideas, and not what someone else thinks you should do. Right. And what I'll say is sometimes a coach will challenge you to do more than, than you would do on your own. Oftentimes they will. Mm-hmm. But what that thing is has to be something that um, resonates with you. So if you're working with a sales coach, you know, you might be like, well, I just need to get five sales, right? And your sales coach may be like, well, I think we actually need to get 12 or 15 because of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact is you need to sell something, right? Mm-hmm. You need to be bought in that you need to sell. And you might need to work yourself up to the 12 to 15 because there might be a mindset thing. There might be something that you don't know. But if you walk away from that conversation, you're like, I actually don't want to sell anything. And I'm being coached or I'm being guided to sell something. Um, something has gone awry. Yeah. And you need to come back to it. Um, because you'll either do it and um, not really be bought into it not really appreciated or you won't do it. And you'll show up to that conversation I mentioned earlier where like, you're like, no, I didn't do it. And when, when then if you're really honest about why you didn't do it, it's because you didn't want to, or it didn't resonate with you or something like that. So, um, that's just what I want to say. Make sure the goals, at least the broad stroke of the goals are your own Mm -hmm. and that, um, the coach is helping you do what you already want to do or know you need to do or feel called to do, as opposed to doing something um, different. Now, what I'll say is on the business consulting side, how you get there might be different, and that's why you might hire a business coach or business consultant is because you have a goal, and the way you think you need to get there is X. Mm -hmm. But the business consultant is actually you need to do Y. That's a good conversation to have. Yeah. But if you don't want that original goal, not a conversation worth having. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, I appreciate being able to have that conversation. And, you know, I guess I would just say, um, I would have people just think about, um, you know, whether it's in business or it's in life or it's in career or spirituality or sales or whatever, fitness, Um Whatever that looks like for you, if there is a goal that you see, a future that you see for yourself, um, and it's important to you, invest in yourself. Um, And it may not necessarily be through a coach or a consultant, but I really want you to take those things incredibly seriously and spend the time and invest in yourself like you might for other people. Um, that's another thing, you know, that that I see often. Um, I will say more so with, with the women that I come across um, than men, which is not always the case, though. But oftentimes, um, especially partners or mothers who aren't putting their own development um, as a priority, because they're so used to giving and giving and giving for their family. Um, so whether that that's you or not, um, I just, you know, really want you to consider how you are investing in yourself. Yeah, I'll wrap up saying this. Um, how is what you're doing working for you? That's one. 
two, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Three, at what real point in the world are you going to take a different approach with this? Don't say sometime later. (laughs) At what real point in the world will you make a different decision and go about a different thing? And I'm just going to leave those three because I think those are the ones where you need to sort of get real about those. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're trying to gloss them over, mm-hmm. I'll get to it later. Things are super busy right now, so on and so forth. Um, you got to come back to that. Is what you're doing working? If you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. And at what point are you going to try a different approach? Yeah. Alrighty, thanks so much for joining me today, Angela. Yeah, thanks for having the conversation with me. Okay, and um, thanks so much for listening in on today's show. And until next time, stand tall. Thanks for listening to Productive Flourishing. To get more resources that will help you finish the work that matters and be your best self in the world, head on over to ProductiveFlourishing.com. If this episode warmed your heart or got your wheels turning, We'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review for the podcast on iTunes.